This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. Today I have on this show, Jonathan Antoine. Now, if you guys haven't heard of him, you probably will be soon. He's a pretty big star in England, and I think he will be soon in the U.S. So he was on Britain's Got Talent, and his voice, my God, when you guys hear it, he's been hailed as the next Pavarotti, and I, I believe that. When you hear it, you'll see what I mean. So take a listen to this, check him out, and yeah, we'll see you soon. Quando tu finisci le parole, sto qui, sto qui, forse a te ne servono due sole, sto qui, sto qui, quando impari a sopravvivere. Accetti l'impossibile, nessuno ci crede, io sì. Non lo so, io. Families from, so they know who you are. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's very nice. It's yeah, it's nice that people still care after all these years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they love you over there. But I did, I watched it probably five times this morning. I, I loved it so much, and it's such a cool audition. Like it brought tears to my eyes. Like it really is like so heart wrenching, and you know it's pretty intense thing that you did how how was it or how do you remember it it's like a like a dream in a way it's uh it certainly doesn't feel as though i were i was there present in my mind at the yeah. time it's um yeah i i remember a lot of waiting around it's uh the that that would come to be sort of uh the, the theme of things right in yeah. television production you there's a lot of just hurry up waiting and wait right that's what they always shot <laughs> yep yeah um, so it's and in general i feel like that life is like that there are long stretches of just existing living and then mm -hmm. there are these flashes of, of brightness you yeah. know like shows recordings stuff like that no i agree i completely agree with that and you've been really open and honest about your struggles with shyness and anxiety and and bullying as well i i can't imagine you know like auditioning for something as big as britain's got talent very intense how were you able to overcome you know those feelings that you had and those emotions and get through it so flawlessly I mean you did amazing 
<laughs> oh, thank you. I was on the, the radio earlier today and uh, I heard the audition back because I, I personally would never. Uh, so I was sort of, I was exposed to it for the first oh. time in a while. Uh, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I did. Yeah, it, it was received well, which, it which, was. Is, which is what mattered at the time. It was. I, I guess it's at the time I kind of felt like... Uh, you know, I, I have nothing to lose. You know, where else am I going to go in, in my life? What, what else am I going to do? I was personally in a pretty dark place, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I dropped out of school. So I, I get a message one day basically just asking, hey, do you want to audition for this sh TV show with me? And I I, I didn't really have uh, the forethought to say no, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Turned yes. well. Turned out well for yeah, I, I think it worked out. I mean, what does it have that? Is it 24 million views? At the moment? Yeah, that's probably more now. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just, like, uh, I, yeah, oh, at a point I... you just say, you say the first number, right? It's got, it's got 130 views, right? <laughs> wow. It, yeah, that's what it feels like. My it's like, God. how can that many people want to watch this how can I, thank you <laughs> thank you wow. guys yeah yeah no people love it you mentioned the bullying so is that some is that why you dropped out of school I actually I haven't talked about this that much ever really but I was bullied as well as as a kid and it's the worst feeling it's like you just want to hide right you just want to go away and like yeah, I Get mean, a lot of a lot of that stuff I felt like happened to me earlier in in my school life, right? The the problem really arose when I started believing it, right? Mm. Um, I start after you're told something enough, even if it's not true, you can you can very easily accept it as the truth. Yeah, when you start believing negative things about yourself and mostly exclusively negative things about yourself, it. Uh, well, you can envision where exactly that goes for a lot yeah. of people. It's tough. And I think, yeah, you're right. It either does one or two things, either you start believing it or it just makes you tough. And I feel like at one point I got mad and I was like, you know, I'm not going to deal. You know what I mean? You just kind of, it toughens you up, I think. And that's that's one good thing to come out of it for me anyway. Yeah. I think as, yeah. as long as as long as you can get through it, yeah. regardless of how, how it makes you feel at the time, it, it will strengthen you, I yeah. think. No, I agree. So you ended up being signed by Simon Cowell's record label. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all very tied into the show. And so it was, yeah, basically the, the day after the show finished in talks, we were in legal meetings, all that kind of stuff. Very, very strange world for a, what, 17, 18 yeah. to be, uh, yeah. drop into. <laughs> yeah. So I've actually always been a fan of Simon, but, you know, he, he takes a lot of flack for being like brutally honest, you know, like on the show, he was like, well, I, I don't think, what did he say? Like, I don't think Charlotte's good enough or she may hold you back. And I loved it when you were like, no, we came here as a duo, you know, take it or leave it. You really put your foot down. And I loved, I loved that part. Yeah. I mean, as I say, I, I, I got the opportunity to hear my own words. Yeah, I, I, I make the point that I never would have gone to do that on my own. So it, it would have been disingenuous. It would have, it, I don't think I would have kind of, I don't want to say survived going through it on my own, but mm -hmm. years of doing it, you build a really beautiful relationship with the people who come and see you and who come and see you basically every time is that is the most wonderful support system other than perhaps your family yeah i could see that so going back a little bit here 
you know, you have such a beautiful and powerful voice too. I mean, he, they said, you know, he couldn't believe it. 17 when he went on and just this booming, gorgeous voice came out. Did you have this big voice even as a kid or was that obviously something that you probably worked on a little bit as well? Well, uh, of, of course, you know, bef before your voice breaks, <laughs> there's, it's, a, it's a very different sound. The, the, the classic example is Alid Jones, the snowman. Oh, uh, my God. Yes. You know, so I, I had one of those kinds of the very high young, young male voice, a kid. And it was, um, <laughs> I remember being, being told by my singing teacher who kind of got me through all of high school as my voice was breaking, that it was really a roll of the dice, you know, mm -hmm. it's just down to what happens. And yeah. So, mm. uh, but as long as you continue to sing through your, your voice breaking, which is very, very discouraging, by the way. <laughs> You're like, what is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> you know that, when you know you have the capability to make a certain sound on one day, and the next <laughs> day you gone. genuinely do not have that. <laughs> it's, it's actually terrifying. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I can imagine a lot of, of young singers get, will give up at, at that point and I was just really really lucky to have people who were invested in in my singing and actually and cared about it you know I think there's always that dichotomy when when you're young and trying to get into the arts of well you should always have a, a secondary pursuit mm, <laughs> a, yeah. a real job in the pipeline. yes yes um, yeah but uh, yeah I, I was very fortunate that I I got the opportunity to to pursue arts and yeah. be not have a real job <laughs> yeah no and nothing beats working in the arts I mean if it's working out you know it's it's amazing absolutely. why would you want to do anything else right and I'm real absolutely <laughs> yeah so let's see so what what are you doing now what kind of stuff are you are you working on now well, I just released a single, which is originally a Diane Warren song that she wrote for the movie The Life Ahead, which it got a golden globe, like <laughs> the song itself, which I think uh, it was the first non-English song to, to ever do that, which is crazy. Yeah, that is but, crazy, yeah. Uh, to, to be expected of Diane. Like she's yeah, yeah, I mean, just amazing. legendary. Yeah. Just legendary. So she 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 actually messaged me herself and, and really? said, like, hey, we, we should, you should do this song. <laughs> we, you Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. We've, cause so I, I've been sort of developing this relationship with her because my, my music producer, Greg Field, is like uh -huh. just this absolute legend who, who knows yeah. everyone somehow. <laughs> uh, and while we were looking for a, like a key piece, a, a final piece to craft the narrative of my 2020 album, Going yeah. Distance, um, we you know we're looking for a song and he just kind of casually says i will i'll, I'll call up diane warren <laughs> oh i'll just give her a call i love it when that could be yeah <laughs> as one as you, yeah she's here I, I feel like it, <laughs> occasionally like the the people that i am in company with will pull out something like that and i am just astonished every time <laughs> you're like where am i how did this happen <laughs> uh, what, yeah wh how did how did we get here <laughs> yeah i mean it did happen pretty fast for you i guess the whole the whole journey would you say or did it seem like it was kind of going from when you were pretty young it's it's really hard to say i, I mean yeah. it, it feels as though there are i think this is perhaps true for many people it feels that, that there are many many journeys in my life the, the, there is perhaps some overarching narrative but in in some instances it seems that the the protagonist has has changed wildly like the the leading up to britain's got talent and then 
everything after it definitely feels like two separate eras of <laughs> yeah. yeah you're on a, a different journey for sure yeah so what what would you say to someone that's maybe in the position that you were in you know that that state of mind you know they they're dealing with anxiety or they're you know dealing with these really tough emotions and you know they have dreams of being a singer or an actor you know what what kind of advice would you give to them getting into entertainment yeah it's it's i always find this question very hard yeah because i i'm so cognizant of the the reality that every single person's path is kind of by necessity completely different and mm-hmm. so you know sometimes to give blanket advice it can it can be dangerous mm-hmm. my, but I suppose I've I've tried to craft <laughs> carefully chosen ones like just the, the idea that there was a point in my life where I believed that success itself was was luck that they were one in the same and I, I believe that they are very very closely tied with one another mm-hmm. but I think that it's uh, you have to think of it kind of like a video game right or or Dungeons and Dragons where it's statistics in a way right mm-hmm. it's a numbers game yeah if if you can get or gather all of the necessary pieces, all of the information to get yourself ready when an opportunity springs at you, then you are putting yourself in a, a much better position than, you know, I think most 90% of people, mm-hmm. if you're raring to jump and ready, not just exactly. raring, but ready, exactly. it's very important. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, yeah, you, you hit that on the head, really. I mean, you have to have... You have to be ready. <laughs> if it does come knocking and you're not, you're going to be kicking yourself, right? I mean, that's the thing. I think a lot of people sit back and say, oh, I'm just going to wait. And they wait for something to come to them. But I think you really, you were ready and you went out and you you put yourself in that place where, you know, lots of people would hear you. <laughs> just yes, but, Simon absolutely. I, I have fallen folly to this this very same thing myself, you know, but perhaps not a, not practicing a song as much as, as I should have, you know, and mm-hmm. someone, someone asks, you know, oh, can you do this tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Know? And, you know, those, those things that people ask you to do tomorrow can change your life. But, but then there is something that I, I wrote about briefly. I don't know if I published it, but it's just... The, the idea that when you have something that changes your life, like, like, like I did really in 2012, it is very easy to then set yourself up to believe that everything will change your life mm. whenever, you know, you go out and do something. And that, that can be very damaging, I think. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is a, simultaneously about pre- preparing for the best and expecting the worst. Expecting the worst. <laughs> no, it, I think that's a great one to go by every day yourself that sometimes yeah is, is there somebody that you really look up to that you'd love to go to like lunch with say or you know who would that person be for you it's oh, a really good question um, <laughs> we'll tag them on here so we'll take well uh, well I, sh- I should probably say someone who's living then uh, <laughs> yeah that would- <laughs> I, it's, uh, it, it is a very very sad state that many many of um the, pe- the people whose music I enjoy most are, are mm. gone from us, you know, mm-hmm. of course, Pavarotti, of course. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Buckley is actually probably oh. my favorite musician full stop awesome. of all time. If I could have the opportunity to even just exchange a couple of words with him, that, that would, but it will never be so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Wow. All right. Well, it was so good catching up with you. I'm going to, I'm going to look at more of your stuff online now. I need, I can't wait for you to come to the U.S. You need to, you need to bring some Jonathan Antoine here. (laughs) Me too. I mean, before all, before all COVID and everything, I was out there, I was out in the U.S. promoting a a PBS special that I've just recorded. So, uh, and, and yeah, the, the the pandemic put a, uh, quite the stopper on that. So, hopefully hopefully fingers crossed i mean everything crossed yeah (laughs) end of this year yeah i'll I'll be back out there awesome yeah i think i know everybody will love you here too that'll be exciting (laughs) all right well have a good day and yeah i'll be looking out for you be looking out for you thank you thank you very much have a wonderful wonderful day you too take care all right bye-bye Hey, so I want to thank you guys so much for listening. It really means the world to me. And I want to say thanks for your emails and your DMs and everyone who's telling me that they love it. It really makes a difference. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, Check out some others if you haven't. We've got some new guests coming up. And yeah, we're excited to get back into it. We took a couple months off here. So yeah, enjoy the next one. See ya. Hey, this is Karina. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and give us a rating. And you can also see the written article on authoritymagazine.com. In the meantime, stay safe and we hope to see you back here soon.